Ladies and gentlemen, the Chivas del Norte podcast is back. My name is Varro. The Goat Boys are back. I got Luis here. Rigo and Flo, unfortunately, could not make it tonight. Flo, is, Flo is celebrating <laughs> they, his birthday today. Nah, I thought they jumped shipped after he got, I got fired. Oh, they went to... They're San Jose they Earthquake <laughs> fans now. <laughs> uh, Rigo is not on the pod tonight, and Flo is out celebrating his birthday. Shout out to Flo and Rigo. Was, his birthday was last week, right? Yeah, his birthday... So, no, a couple days ago. Oh, a couple days ago. Okay. So, so it was like Monday? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Monday. So happy yeah, belated... Monday, so. Happy belated yeah, to Diego. Happy, happy birthday to both of them. And happy birthday to Flo. But uh, Luis, what's up, man? We haven't recorded in a little over two months. <clears throat> yeah, man. It's been a, it's been a long, stressful offseason. Um, in there, we had the Gold Cup, which is pretty good. But yeah, man. I mean, we've been trying to record. Uh, we just talked about it, trying to record, but just haven't had just the schedules for everyone. It's been kind of messed up. And I think Rigo and you probably fall asleep early. <laughs> yeah, I'm washed. I might fall asleep editing this podcast. So if this comes out on Friday, no, not Friday, Saturday. My bad. <laughs> but um, well, since Rigo and Flo are not here today, we have a special guest from the Cantina MX podcast. We got Joel, aka Joeli, aka Joeli, aka I don't know what else, but uh, Joeli. A- aka. The Almeida hater. Oh, we'll talk about oh, it. Oh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ellie, what's up, man? <laughs> Not much, man. I'm actually I'm actually hopeful for this upcoming season. Oh, yeah. I'm a bit, I'm a bit excited. Oh, you well, under- I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the team's there, man. And now I'll explain it as we go through the show. All right. That's <laughs> interesting. There's, there's some positives there. All right. That's in- I hope you, didn't, you probably didn't watch the friendly then. <laughs> I saw I saw trophy scoring. <laughs> yeah, but about, that was about that, the only positive thing of the game. <laughs> that's trophies is like second form, you know. One more, and he's at his final form. Yeah, he's getting yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> but um, crazy off season last eight nine weeks. Um, we're just we're probably gonna miss something no matter how much we try to cover. We we don't want to make this like a three hour four hour podcast, which we yeah. easily could. So um, we'll start off with the big thing. Amaury Vergara is now in charge of Chivas. Jorge Vergara stepped down. And Amaury Vergara's first action was to fire Jose Luis Higuera. What do you guys think of that? I'll start. Um, I think the Amaury being named president or being like the, the owner, I don't think that really surprised anyone. Vergara really hasn't been in the picture forever. Uh, his dad. But firing Higuera, man, whoa, that was a... That was a bomb dropped on us, and I don't. I, to be honest, I couldn't be happier, man. Iguera, Iguera, for as much as he did bringing in players, he also kind of alienated the fan base, and uh, he almost acted as he was above the team and the club, and and you can't do that in his position. And man, I'm just glad he was gone. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I- we did. Did you guys hear the comments from Pizarro saying that it might just be smoke and mirrors? They just said it to appease the fans. That they just threw it out there, just and behind the and behind uh behind closed doors, he's still there. That's, yeah, that's he kind of alluded to that, uh-huh. and it could be a possibility, but I think that uh, we we will know in the coming weeks just how real that is. There's two things. The first, Chivas no longer have a contract with Zacatepec, which was Iguera uh, owns that team. Yeah, and and so they had the contract where they would send youth players. 
and then the second one is that they have um there's two names that have been linked to Chivas, right? And uh, which is De La Torre, Nestor De La Torre, and Jorge Urdiales. And they're saying that uh, they could come in to take take that to role take, to take his role. So I mean, if they do get either or, especially Nestor, seeing the type of beef they had, like they they almost like got into a fist fight. That would be like, yeah, there's no doubt this guy's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Now, just uh, the whole thing with the Sucatepec, I did also see that they were looking to send players over to, like, a second division or third division in Spain. Did you yep. see that? Mm-hmm. Like, three or four players got sent to, the, to some... I think, second division in Spain? Or third division? No, I division. think it's third. They, third? Just call okay. it, they call it Segunda B, which is... Oh, okay. It makes yeah, it yeah. confusing, but you know what? I have the list here. Oh, you have so, it? Oh, yeah, think, it's... Yeah. Edson Torres... Angel Lopez, Luis Olivas, Diego Cortez, they're going to Tuledano. And that's, yeah, that is Segunda B. Uh, and then, so then they're sending Renato Mendoza, Jorge Reynoso, Pavel Perez to Toledo. Uh, okay. And I don't know exactly if Toledo is second or second B. Uh, is, that, but, is that Los Cuervos Negros de Toledo or no? <laughs> <laughs> España, <laughs> the Spain version. Um, yeah, they, they sent those players, so that's that's the new thing. And and uh, Michele Año, who's in charge of the youth, he was talking about doing something similar, but with some Dutch teams. So there. So you know, because what happened was Chivas sold, they sold their second division team. Yeah, that was a couple. That was like a year ago, right? Or something yeah. like that, a couple years and, ago. Yeah, but then this year, I think it was this year or late last year, they sold their third division team. Get rid of all those bums. Yeah, and then <laughs> just on top of Zacatepec, you know, no longer. So I think this is the route they're going with. Like, instead of putting money in those clubs, the, they're just going to pay these clubs in Europe to to host these players. I'm not mad at that. That's inter- different. A little bit something different. Trying to get creative, I guess. But I think Monterrey does it. Do they? No, yeah, yeah. Some of the clubs have done it before, um, and it's just not that heard of. I mean, the the name the name that popped out to me was Edson Torres. Like, um, I thought me, I heard he wasn't last second. I thought I heard he what he wasn't gonna go to Spain. Oh no, because I, I know thought I, you... I thought I read that like a day or second or two days after the initial article came out that that he was gonna end up staying or something like that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I thought I did read that. I, I mean, I hope so because I, I know me and you, Luis, have like had said like we really like Edson Torres, how he plays. He's like a little spark off the bench, but I don't know yeah, why we never use him, right? Yeah, I like him like as a super sub against certain teams when teams are tired. You know, the defense is tired. He's he's really fast, and he improved from when he initially came up. But uh, Joel, Joel, were you uh, what was your thoughts on Higuera, on him as like a as, in his position? Oh man, he's yin and yang. He did good, and then he did a lot <laughs> of bad. Uh, but I think that I, I agree with his comment. Remember the comment he made? He he made it in his last interview in Fútbol Picante, and he had said it elsewhere before, where he compared himself to the to the junkyard dog. He's like, when they need me to protect the, oh, you yeah. know, they let me loose, but once they're gonna have a party, they they go, they put me away. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> I think there was truth to that. I think a lot of the stuff that was going on, he. He took all of the blame 
Um, I think part of it was because he was at the forefront. He was always like putting himself out there. Like like when they bring in like Peralta and he's he's at the press conference, you know, he, he's always like he wanted to be like the the figurehead of Chivas. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was, so I was, I, I was just gonna say yeah. I saw. I also saw fighters on say the same thing on Football Picante that Higuera told him just that 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 he was sent to be the bad guy that that Jorge Vergara asked him to be like the face and the bad guy of Chivas. I guess so that maybe in in a way to protect the Maori from the media. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, that that is true. I mean, it doesn't take away that he he's an a hole and he did some messed up things, you know, the way he went about treating treating some of the players. Uh, but but I think that he ended up getting more more blame when it should be like spread spread even due to a lot of people there to blame with everything going on with Chivas. Yeah, I, th- I think he took it a little bit too far on a lot. Of th- like I I there was a time where I said that he did a lot of good for the club in bringing the refuerzos, but he took it a little bit too far at times. Yeah, well, you brought up that food picante interview, but yes, in, th- in that interview he he just looked like a bozo. <laughs> they made him look like a clown when they it brought up the, the Tomas the Tomas boy situation. Oh, and, and he, were, he and asked he was, for that one, right? Yeah, and they were like, um, they were telling him, "You said that he wasn't a long term solution; that he was only going to be there for two, three weeks, and the results would determine if he got the job or not." And then he got a, the whole time. He's like, "I didn't say that. I didn't say that." And then I think the interview was over, and he stayed, yeah, so that they could find it. And then they played yeah, it for yeah. him. And um, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, but they, they cut in the uh, Curb song. The, oh, like yeah. Oh, song. oh, my God. That was so bad. And then the next Bro, day the he way, got fired. The way, <laughs> I was going to say, the way he had his head down, like apologizing, <laughs> like it just seemed like the ending. The yeah. ending of something. It just seemed like this was it for him. Oh, that was he so did. bad. He did dug his own grave. Yeah. Um, you know what? I think this should be mentioned along with um, with Amaury being the new president, uh, and that's that's like a few days ago, because uh, Chivas has been getting sued by some of the original socios since back in '02 when when Vergara bought the team. So because yeah, not what's everyone. What happened with that? I saw that. Yeah, well, not everyone sold. There was a few people, and then they they started suing. And and then uh, it went on with a good 17 years. Well, the court just ruled in Chivas' favor, so that that's done with. So, I mean, if we were thinking, like, before there was the rumors of, will Chivas sell? And that was one thing holding it back. The whole thing with um, with um, Vergara's wife. Uh, yeah, her name, yeah. Her name eludes me right now. Uh, Angelica, right? Uh, yes, Angelica Fuentes. Mm-hmm. And this court, uh, you know, just having an issue in court but i think that all of that is handled now so if if because you you know big reason um big reason vergara passed on the reins to his son is because he's been sick like he has health issues not if you ask him (laughs) (laughs) yeah you you know they say he'll send you a what's up message Yeah, well, that's that's the weird thing. You you keep hearing these rumors that he's a, you know he could die any week now, and and um, it's been going on for a year. And he but, just doesn't. And he just <laughs> <laughs> he's like Magic Johnson, man. He's, he's, uh, man, Twitter, 
Twitter killed and them. Stuff. Twitter killed them like twice already. <laughs> it's like every like every other month they're killing him. Sambi Vergara, man. Uh, <laughs> but if they do sell the team, you know, they they could do it now. Now it's more of a possibility. If if rumors do pop up again, uh, yeah, it's more it's more reality that it could happen. Yeah, because I have heard that soccer, like the club, is not really like a big thing for a Maori. But no. the way the way he ste- he has stepped into that, uh, I guess, into the media since since the whole Higuera thing, uh, being trying to be trying to be the face. I, I also get the sense that maybe he kind of wants to change the perspective the perspective that that his family has right now is as maybe be, maybe his dad was sort of a, maybe you can say a letdown as an owner. Uh, I get the sense that maybe he wants to change that a bit. And hopefully he does. Yeah, well, we'll see. But you're right. Uh, Amaudi, he has more credits in the IMBD page. <laughs> you know, you could check, look it up, man. The movies that he's... Yeah, I heard that's what he's big into. Yeah, he has his credits there, man. And um, doesn't hasn't done much. With, well, he just, he just came into the picture. But we'll see how serious he is about running the club. Well, sometimes you don't you don't have to be that involved, right? As long as you put the right people in the right yeah. positions, then you can you can be doing whatever you want and and let the club run itself by 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 the proper people, you know, the right people. Yeah, that that's where that's where like the whole rumors of Nestor and even Urdiales come in because uh, that's what they did. Uh, you know, Nestor was at Chivas for a long time, and and Urdiales was president of Monterrey when. You know, at at their high point when they won the most titles. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Amari Amari just seems like a more relatable like personality. You know, the interviews he's done, he comes off like a little more charismatic. I I guess I want to say a little more genuine. I think also. Yeah. Well, there was a rumor, man. Uh, I don't know if you guys uh, read about it about how he almost got in a fight with with Matias before the Toronto game. Oh, that was Amari. Yeah, that was Amari that. Okay. That, uh, yeah, they were at a bar. Namari was trying to tell him, "What are, what are you doing drinking here? Oh, shit. Should be in bed, getting ready." <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Almeida, Almeida can do no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> I don't know about you, Joel, but in, but on, in oh, my yeah, eyes, <laughs> Joel is a de la Torre. I don't know if you know this. I am Joel de la Torre. That's his nickname. <laughs> Dude, de la Torres are are pretty much Chiva royalty. No, they are. When they you are. talk about Campionissimo, that's oh yeah, that's the whole, and that's a family that's been involved in Chivas for like eighty years, you know, and they've had like cousins and uncles and nephews, neighbors, and you know they've all been players and and coaches and you know, so it's it's I respect that, you know, very few teams have that. You could connect a lineage. Yeah, yeah, they don't have that. See, that that's why a lot of teams hate on Chivas. They don't have that type of history. That's still not a reason to hate Almeida, man. <laughs> <clears throat> no, well, I, I didn't. I didn't really hate him. It's just that Almeida is just so popular. Anything you say is can be seen <laughs> like you're hating. <laughs> You got to understand, for a lot of people, man, there was, there was some rough years, and and sure, he had some seasons where we didn't make the playoffs, or we, maybe even the maybe even the year we won, maybe struggled to get in. But man, you can't take away those championships, right? No matter what, you can't take away that glory that he brought us. No, yeah, it's, it's the closest we'll get to a campeonissimo. Um, you know, winning five cups. Chivas had not done that 
in, in since the Campionissimo era. Granted, it's like Copa MX and, and Supercopa, but it's still what you want to see a club like Chivas doing is constantly winning uh, silverware. And I, I don't think, uh, just not to get off topic, but I, but I do think if Chivas is to get to that point again, I think they would have to sell the club to to a big company that could that could afford like player wages. The players, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sure. that, that can bring bring back Pizarro. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's one of the things with like the Chivas hasn't been able to hold on to a competitive team because of the wages. So you have a team and it blows up and it does really good and it wins. But then these guys, they're seleccionados. Now they're commanding more money. So the teams, like, you know, they can't afford it. So they start selling them off. Hey, you bring up you bring up players, and I think that's a perfect segue into uh, signings and departures for the season. We got a couple of signings, a couple of returns. Alanis came back to the team. Tonio Rodriguez comes back. Then we sign Briseño, who had been playing in Portugal and played every minute of last season. And then El, el Bombazo, as the media would say. <laughs> el, el Horrible, Oribe Peralta, who looks... Bro, I thought it was one of those April Fool's jokes. Yo, he, looks, he looks like me in the Chivas jersey when I have like three beers. Like, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> that picture that came out of him. <laughs> yeah, that was that's a how I look terrible picture. Again. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know what he he and he was just standing straight like he he looked like me after like five beers in the Chivas jersey. Thank God we were oh no we're still with Pumas. I was thinking of uh, Arsenal that moved to Adidas, but um. Oh, man, City just moved to Puma. <laughs> yeah, man, that's gonna be rough. Um, is that it? Is that all we all we all for signings? Is that all we got? Is that all we, we got? <laughs> we gave uh, Davila a run and we didn't keep him. He left. Yeah, we didn't keep him. Um, and I think that's it. Am I missing any signings? No. They said right? they might announce someone, and they said expect maybe another. Well, I don't know if you. I don't know yeah, if you guys kettle. watched. I don't know if you watched the, the the Fiorentina game, but we need a left back ASAP. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where there's a left back in Mexico, but we need one. Yeah, Chapito was playing left back, and that was not. They've, they've tried everyone. They've Not tried nice. Mayorga. They've tried Chapo. They've tried Ponce. You know, just just real quick, um, I do think that was a mistake on Chivas' part going into the, what was it, Copa de, de Gigantes with against River and Boca, and then uh-huh. this international. Uh, to me, that was just a mistake. I know it's a money grab. Oh, yeah. But, but it feels like you're rebuilding a team, you know. Uh, you don't want to line up all these stronger teams to go for the preseason as you know it's yeah. like yeah we, some of them aren't destroyed. even preseason games <laughs> so we have a game saturday and a game on sunday <laughs> that's not even preseason anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i feel like a team like Chivas they needed to ease in there man like like you know after the doblete that team that team could have played those tournaments right right but not this team man that's that's just i think it's too like, heavy for them I think I think the tournament they're currently in. I think it's like you said. It's just a money grab. Um, that man, we need obviously Chivas needs the money, man. But but yeah, you're right. They shouldn't be in two tournaments this close to the season against these type of teams, these level of teams. You're probably right. Yeah, you're just getting whooped, and then fans are like, "This team sucks." <laughs> and, <laughs> even, and though should, but, even though we should have tied against Fiorentina, man. 
Yeah, but you know the, do that stupid bounce. The, the penalty, I don't know what's up right there. But you know the reality is um, the majority of teams that Chivas will play, and they're not going to be of that level. Right, right. It's, and we're talking about really strong teams right now. Um, it, it just every rival that they play. Yeah, River, Boca, Fiorentina, uh, Benfica. Who are, there's one more, the Atleti- is Atletico? Yeah, no. we play Atletico on Tuesday. Atletico like, come Madrid. on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think by that point, they're going to play with, with the reserves, right? I would hope well, so, yeah. <laughs> well, I know Saturday, yeah, Saturday we're supposed to play with reserves. Starters against Santos on Mon- on Sunday, and then I'm, I'm assuming reserves Saturday, I mean Tuesday again. Maybe he might give like the starters like five, ten minutes. That, that's a great game to be a reserve player, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, with, when maybe you're playing Copa MX and next you're playing against Atletico, man. That's um, that's Marco Fabian's claim to fame. Chilena <laughs> against Barcelona, man. <laughs> that's nice. That's a nice night. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's good experience for for <laughs> Vega because Vega right now is on the reserves, I guess. After his run, after being with the selection for so long, after helping Mexico win the Gold Cup, after after he helped Mexico <laughs> win the Gold Cup, you know he was really enthusiastic on the bench. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's a good cheerleader. Um, for uh, this season's departures, we have the standout to me was Pereira, who had to go to Querétaro <clears throat> after um, you know, admitting and saying that he he wanted to retire with Chivas, and it's just sad, you know, that all these players that accomplished things with Chivas for a while, like all the signings we would get, they would not work out. And recently, we've had luck, and you know, they all end up leaving through the back door. No one goes, no one goes away I, like on a good note. I feel you, I man. I feel a little like, ah, oh, man. I'm 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 iffy about that because on the one hand. He was getting older, and it was getting very noticeable. And but, but then again, you can argue good. why is Marina and Basulto still on the team, right? You can argue that also. He was still um, good for like maybe twenty minutes at the end of the game. You got to close out a game. But is that like what he wanted? Did he just want to stay on the bench? I don't know. I don't know if that's what if, he. If wanted, he wants to know? retire as a Chivas player, I assume he would. I don't know, you, man. You know, I heard that that it was a lot of the players that didn't want. Pereira in the team. Oh yeah, really? That yeah, that it was that he was, that he was like a spy, like that he would, he would tell Higuera, probably Cardoxo as well, like all the wrong they, shit. Yeah, because I think they asked him to to do that as like the team captain, like we're trying to keep these guys in line because they're they're just partying too much. Oh, uh, he was the snitch. You snitch. know, we had pool party and whatnot, so. And, and, you know, guys, one of the things to me was, like, I didn't really hear anyone, like, protest or, or you know, like, like the players show up at Amaury's house and be like, hey, we should keep this guy, you know. That's true. You, you know, it, that. that happens a lot of times when, when uh, the, the team feels that, you know, they're, 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 they have someone's back. And I didn't hear anything. No, nobody said anything. And <clears throat> there was also this other thing that, uh, this was going back to to uh, what's that guy Alanis? Alanis, Alanis, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know if you guys remember back when he was trying to get his contract, back yeah, when they yeah. sent him to the under twenty. Well, Pereira was also negotiating, and it was like both of them were supposed to like 
you know, like, like be firm. Yeah, be firm to to do get that, and I think Pereira took took the deal, and that uh, sort of threw Alani's. Yeah, so there's there's been stuff there where it's like they're obviously not gonna say it. Just want to let you guys know it's it's Joel that's painting Pereira as a snake. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, like, <laughs> Pereira is like one of my favorite Chivas players in the last 10 years, maybe, and like, Joel is just like destroying his image. I just oh, don't man. like if it's like a homegrown player that like, I can get attached to him, but even like Salcido, like, after a while, it was like, man, like, yeah, like you're bad, man, you can't stick around, you're bad, you're a bad player. Oh, and yes, like for Pereira, I don't have, I don't feel any really like. Yeah, he was. I'm glad for what he brought to the team. He was a good defender, a good veteran, a good leader. But I don't really like. He was getting old. The whole retiring with Chivas to me, it doesn't. Re- to me, it doesn't. I don't really care. No, well, man, I ain't trying to put him as a snake. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but but I think because because of all the locker room, you know, all the locker room problems they've been having. And if the players ask for that, then I really can't blame. I right. can't blame the club for for just clean because that's what they've been doing for a while now, just cleaning house. They've yeah. been getting rid of so many players, and I mean, even Higuera was part of that. Right. Who else did we get rid of? We got, I feel like we got rid of somebody else. Ponce is gone, right? No, Ponce oh, was there. Yeah. No, he's still no Ponce is still there. He's still he there. Didn't he go to Atletico? Um, now he played against Fiorentina. Really? I'm all, wait, did he? No. no. Am I bugging? Chapo, Chapo started at left back. Chapo and then maybe, did Mayorga come in? Oh, you're probably right. I'm, I'm pretty sure it. Ponce left to San Luis, I think. Yeah. Right? The... Yeah. Ponce left. And then I don't think we had... Then oh, a, couple of, right. a couple of the younger players, like we mentioned earlier, got loaned Jeez. out to teams in Spain. Yeah, here he is, man. Ponce. Yeah. Wearing the jersey. It, yeah. It's striped like Chiwa, so maybe that's why you got confused. <laughs> it's it's uh, same colors. Maybe I got confused because anyone they put at left back, it just sucks right now. Man. <laughs> they all look the same right now. You could just put an orange cone right there. <laughs> Save some money. And and then the moves that I'm thankful didn't happen are Chivas did not buy Jurgen Dam, and oh. we kept we kept the Conejito Brizuela. Yeah. Bro, oh man, when the Conejito for Peralta news started coming yeah, out, oh my God. I was ready to give up on the whole season, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready. To, I was ready to give up. Uh, yeah, so I'm glad that it didn't happen. Jurgen Dam, I think. I think we all hate Jurgen Dam. I think even Joel probably doesn't like Jurgen Dam. No, he's one trick pony. Yes, uh, Godinez was another guy. We're forgetting his. <laughs> oh, Godinez. Godinez, that's right. He's uh, oh, wait, yeah. what? Mon- Monterrey. Leon. No, with Leon. Leon. Oh, well, Leon. Watch him form a killer partnership with Macias. <laughs> what, whatever happened with, with Macias? Did we finalize a sale or anything? I've never saw anything no, final. He has six, no, he still has one more season. Oh, okay. He still has, that's why it wasn't like a big thing in negotiations because yeah. they, they still have him for another six months. Okay. See, same with Saldivar. To me, that was the biggest mistake last season, letting Sal, sending him on loan to, to Rayados um, for Madrigal. That was just... Oh my One God. of the dumbest moves that they made. <laughs> this, he was like the top goal scorer. He had, you know, he was coming in after six goals. You know, say so he was consolidated with the club, and then they they bring a guy that wasn't getting playing time, and it just. Yeah, my, I know you can figure guy. that out, man. Oh my I know God. Saldivar. I know Saldivar wasn't like the best of strikers, but I liked his skill set as a player. 
I know <clears throat> people want goals, but I mean, I like the way the, the way he played. I like. And Madrigal was completely useless, man. He didn't do shit for us. Did he even score a goal for us? Did he even get a header on target? <laughs> that, that's what he was brought in to do. <laughs> I, I remember when we signed him on this podcast, I said, I watched his um, Ascenso highlights. And I was you like... Were, you were hyped? No, no. I said, <laughs> they they look good, yeah, but all the guys he's playing against were like five foot two. Of course, you're going to score some headers. Like <laughs> You're six foot something. You're going to score some headers. And I was like, I, I want to see him do it against regular, like, level, you know, level one Primera División players. And he didn't do yeah, anything. He was, he he was, was terrible. He, he looked like Raul Jimenez on the national team at the Gold Cup. Yeah, and, and you know, the, the, there's a thing where Rayados was like, um, Chivas was like, can we have him back? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, and they were like, nah, man, we're, we're keeping them for the six more months. Yeah. And, and, and they're like, you could do it, Madrigal, whatever you want. We don't even want him. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like when someone gives you a gift you don't want and you have to give it back. Are you trying to wrap it up and give it to someone else? <laughs> we gifted. That's what, that's what, that's what they should have gave uh, Higuera as a parting gift. Send him to Zacatepec. <laughs> that's what it should have been. Yeah, I don't know where Madrigal went. I wouldn't be surprised if he's there. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, what about the signings? Are, are are you guys glad with the Alanis coming back and Briseño signing? So he shores up the defense. I, I want to see how that ends up playing out. Wow, my dog is wild. And, um, you guys talk. I got to go calm this guy down. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's hungry, man. He wants food. What do you think, Joel, about the, the signings? Uh, you know what? I, I, still, I still think the team's lacking. Um, you know, it, it, it's missing back. Uh, but but I, I actually, I actually am a Oribe believer, man. I, I think. Oh I gotta, no! Well, I don't. I don't think he's gonna score like twenty goals and, and ten assists. All right, my dog just he, stopped. My dog just stopped barking because you said that. He's he's in shock. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> No, I think leadership skills is needed, and and uh, he even met up with Chofis, you know, to really? talk. Yeah, know our joke was like, is he gonna convince Chofis to be more professional, or is Chofis gonna bring him into the dark side? <laughs> <laughs> hey, when's the pool party, you know? <laughs> but but I I think that's what you need, like players like that. That um, we 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 used, I, we've heard clips of him hyping up like before big games. Like in the locker room, hyping up, um, you know, his teammates. So, uh, the one thing, the one thing I'll give him is that no matter, I'm, I, I'm a hundred percent positive that he'll give effort no matter what team he's on. Uh, that he'll try his best. Is his best at this point good enough? I don't know. Probably <laughs> not. But like you said, if he brings any leadership roles, I mean, is he really? I know he's going to start on Sunday against Santos, but is he really going to be? The, I don't think he's going to be the starter throughout the season. Um, so I mean, yeah, like I was mad. I was mad when they said that we were gonna pay all his wages, and then it came out that that wasn't true. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Oribe. I haven't been a big fan of Oribe for like six years now, man. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I think we'll see, man. We'll see. But that's my hope that he he provides that because the team didn't have that. They haven't had players like that for a long time. Salcedo. Kind of didn't want to be that guy, you know, right. and 
that's it. You don't you don't really have if you I mean you did have Pereira up to a point, but then if, if all that stuff that happened was true, right? He he maybe because something did happen. Like in my opinion, last season, team goes from from being top of the table, defense to, being impeccable. To, yeah, they they went to like four games where they didn't get scored on. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what happened. Fernando Beltran got yeah. benched. That's what happened. <laughs> that's, that's Cardoso. But, yeah, so they went from that to you can't even beat teams like you're losing to Lobos Boap. Uh, right. And, and, yeah, but so I think something happened back there, and it just messed up the whole team. But I, hopefully they fixed that, and, and the team could now fight. I think they could fight for, like, seventh or eighth. I tweeted. I tweeted it out on, after, I think it was during the, the Fiorentina game that we've we have to consider going three in the back. If if our if our left side is going to be that bad, we're, we have to consider starting all three, which is Iramir, Uriseño, and Alanis. Because uh, the left defense, I don't know if you guys saw the game, the left side looked terrible, man. Terrible. So you want to play a three-man line in the three back? Three-man line, right. Five, well, basically five in the back. Well, yeah. well, you can call it five you in the back. You could call it five three. in the back, yeah. That transforms to three in the back when, when we have the ball, the guys push up. Uh, we, but yeah, we did something similar, didn't we? Like two seasons ago, I want to say. No, last season. Or last season, Cardoso we were playing five in the back, right? Car- yeah, Cardoso did it at some point. I just yeah, don't know because um, our left side is Van Rankin. Van Rankin would like push all the way up. It's also hard to judge Chapo off one game. It's probably the first game he's ever played left back, right? Probably. But um, I just want to go back to Peralta real quick. I, I mean, Joely brings up the point that he's a professional. And Luis, you're saying you you expect him to give a hundred percent every game, but I don't know. I I'm just not an Oribe guy. I can't get behind him. And then when we signed him, the graphic that Chivas chose to use, <laughs> it was his pose after scoring a goal on Chivas. It's like, what are you doing? That's Why would Chivas, you do that? Not on him. <laughs> but still, I, I, all right, yeah, that is that's on the Chivas social media team. What's wrong with you guys? Like. <laughs> oh my! God. That made me hate Peralta more. I was like, "All right, nah, I can't get behind this guy." I just, I, to be honest, it's not even to me. It's not even an American. Well, I'm sure that that's part of it, but to me, I just don't like him. I just haven't liked him in years. Like whenever he would get those call ups to the national team, I think we talked about it on here a few times. I was like, yeah. why? Why are you calling him up? I've never been. And even I think we were even on the Eagle Eye podcast, and even they agreed with us that he wasn't at the point that 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 he should be even starting. Yeah, they said he's washed. Yeah. And now we're getting he a was, more washed version. He, he, he was injured. <laughs> yeah, but he's like 35 now. <laughs> yeah, okay. Those, those injuries are, that's just how you wake up now. He <laughs> <laughs> just makes, just getting out of bed. He gets yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, okay, so you have to bring in a player maybe last 10 minutes. Would you rather bring Madrigal? Oh, no, for oh. sure. Oribe Peralta. <laughs> yeah, that's an upgrade. We upgrade. <laughs> I, I think Flo said that we upgraded the Somebody said we upgraded the team because as a super sub, I'd rather have Oribe than Madrigal. But he's not going to be a super sub, apparently. He's going to be a starter. No, but I think, I'm telling you, I think it was. it's only this week because Vega was, was gone for so long. And they got to ease him back right, into the team. Right, right, right. He hasn't been. He hasn't been with the preseason. He really hasn't been with the team that much. And if you have a penalty, I guarantee you he'll sink it, man. He's not going to do any <laughs> not gonna... Marina move. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, which I... 
Polito came out and said that he's going to continue to do it. Oh, my that God. Tomas, Tomas Boy gave him confianza and said, keep doing it. <laughs> Remember last, last season I brought it up, Luis? I was like, what do you guys think of that jump he does? And I said it was stupid. I think you guys are like, it's fine. As long as he doesn't miss. And look what I happened. Like, my <laughs> thing is, like, I think it's, and I think this is, this was a Twitter question that someone asked, like, what do you think of the criticism? Like, to me, like, yeah, it's stupid. He missed it. But I'm not going to, like, criticize him as, like, a player his whole career just off that little jump, jump step that he does. Oh, uh, but that's the way, been... the, the way the media took it. The way the media, like, you see, he's not a professional. He's not this. He can't, he can't be taken serious. Just off a penalty. Yeah, every, everything he does gets criticized. Like um, when he pulled up in, what did he pull up in, a Ferrari or something to practice? And they made like a big deal about it. And then he showed up in the cab the next day so they wouldn't talk about it. <laughs> well, he can't, he up, you know. He showed up in that thing where, where the guy runs and he pulls you on a cart. Oh, is that what he pulled up in? <laughs> and I don't know. But um, the other signings. You know, you, you talked about Alanis already. Briseño is the one that I'm, like, interested in watching the most. Because I, I haven't, you know, I never watched him in Portugal or whatever. But, you know, if you're starting every game, that means you have experience at, you know, in another league. You're already better than Marin and Basuto in my eyes. He had a, a very promising start to his career. I don't know if Joel remembers when he was with the Sub-17. I'm pretty sure he captained one of the World Cups. Probably the second one, I think. The second World Cup, Sub-17 World Cup, and yeah, man, he was highly regarded coming out of Atlas. That's that's the team that won it, right, with Piero as striker. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was highly regarded coming out of Atlas after that World Cup, and then he went, and then for, so after that World Cup, uh, he spends like a few years with the first team, or maybe like a year with the first team, and Tidas buys them. And we know how uh, we know how Tuca loves Tuca. loves young players, <laughs> and he never he ends up never seeing the field basically. Damn. Yeah. And then oh. he, I guess on his, I don't know how he ended up in Portugal, but on his own, I guess he just decided to go, and that basically revitalized his career. His redemption, you know, he had yeah. a chip on his shoulder. Hopefully, and you know, he balls out for Chivas. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see how he plays. Uh, see how he returns back to Mexico. Hopefully, he gained a lot of experience and, and confidence doing it against European players. So hopefully, he comes back good. Yeah, he knows he knows he's not going to start, and you know they've asked him how he feels about that, and he said he has no issue. He says he's going to try to earn a starting spot. You know, he he knows that he's new to the team, but um, we're you know we're not going to start. Marin, he's already ahead of Marina Basuto, no matter what. He's already. Like, I haven't even watched him play. He's way better. Yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> it can't be worse, right? You can't get yeah, worse than Marino or Basuto. And Basuto at CDM is not out of the question for me. I thought he did okay last season. Nah, stop. He did okay. Stop. No, stop. We got too many players. We got Alan Cervantes there. We got... Beltran. Yeah, that's there's true. Too many, there's too many players to have Basuto playing CDM. Okay. Defensive midfielder. Uh, Luis, did you see Beltran got registered as a first-team player this season? No, he's, I didn't. He's see number that. Where is he's, he's number twenty six now. Where is he right now? On Chivas. But I haven't seen. I didn't see him the other day. I, I don't know. Maybe he's part is of the he reserves. With, is, is he with the national team? Like some, like doing some you, sort of. You, you know how like you saw Ponce instead. <laughs> how are you watching the game? <laughs> no, Beltran was there. He. I. I just saw a tweet that you know oh, he, he got did, he, he got registered as the. As a first team player, so he he had like a weird ass oh, number I mean, before, but now he's he number twenty six. Be a first I think. team player, he should be 
he should be the captain to be honest. The way he played <laughs> the way he played those first couple games. Just give him the captaincy already. Yeah, it all went to shit after he got benched. Yeah, he's number twenty six now. <laughs> Alright, and then last we got Tonyo Rodriguez who comes back. Um I don't know, man. Tonyo never instilled I think confidence in me as a Chivas player. I watched a couple of his games as the goalie for uh, Lobos and he looked good. And then yesterday I watched that, or the day before, I watched that second Fiorentina goal just like trickle by him. And I'm like, ah, shit. No confidence, Tonyo's back. (laughs) (laughs) Tonyo had really good, he had a really good year. Um, A bit like he was one of the main players for Chivas right before um, Chepo took over the team. And then. he was doing, and then he kind of started messing up that one season um, when he gets, Chepo gets the boot, and then Almeida comes in, and then Cota becomes the, the number one. And then Cota just benched them. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I think he was showing good potential, and, and I think, uh, I think at Lobos, he was one of the standout players. Do you, do you like do you trust him more than Godinho? Actually, I do, because he has more experience, at least with first division games. Right. I, yeah, I me think, too. <clears throat> yeah. So, but I think it's good both of them competing for that both number young. one spot. Yeah, I think that's what you needed. I, I think Godinho got maybe a bit confident that the position was his. How old is How old is Tonio? Like twenty six, twenty seven. I thought he was older. I thought he was like 28. I mean, that's if only we had something to check that. <laughs> <laughs> Googling it right now. Tonyo Rodriguez is oh, 27 years old. Yeah, so that's and that's kind of really the age where goalies start kind of hitting their prime, right? As they they kind of start as they get older. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, look, he had he had with Chivas 59 appearances. And then, uh, you know, 21 more with Veracruz. Oh, right. He did play at Veracruz. But he had a breakout. The breakout season was with Lobos. And I think he was, um, I think, second most saves, I think, in the yeah. season. Right behind the, uh, might have been the Veracruz, La- Laud. Is that the kid's name? Laud? Yeah, it might have been behind him. But Tonya was like one of the top uh, goal-saving goal- goalies. I think I think Godinho got a lot of hype after that block against uh, the block against America in the classical. Oh, America. When they called him to the national team, basically because of it. And then our we titled that episode of the podcast Godinho. Godinho. <laughs> yeah, Gardino. And, and you know, you know, in comparison, Godinho only has twenty eight. and they all came from last year. Uh, in first division, he he had a few games. Like Porto B and oh. Uniao de Madeira. Oh, we've and... talked about his European career. Yeah. Hey, there's, a, there's a low light video of his, like, <laughs> of his blunders oh, in like, Europe. It's, yeah. ter- it's some it's... terrible mistakes, man. That explains why they send them like, free shipping yeah. and everything. Free shipping. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a low light video, and then on Reddit it came up that he was being investigated for fixing games. And I was like, this kind of makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, because some of the goals he gives up are so stupid, man. Yeah, they were really bad. But um, That's funny. I, I guess if I had to pick between Tonyo and Gudinho, I'll take Tonyo. 
but I don't trust either of them. I, I hope, think they each. I, I think they each have really their well. strengths and weaknesses, man. Yeah, I think. I think obviously, being the taller goalie, he can reach. There's certain things that like Godinho can do that Tonio can't do, but then again, he's susceptible to a ball right on the ground, right? So. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather have Tonio than Godinho. And let Godinho just be the backup, play Copa MX, learn, and, and hopefully he grows into that. Yeah, hopefully. Because I think we own him now. Godinho? We bought him, yeah. He's ours now. Like Joel said, man. Porto just shipped him, <laughs> shipped him back. <laughs> They're like, oh, you actually want him? Here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Man, after after um, watching, after sitting behind him in the classical last cut? season, bro, I, I gave up. I gave up on him. He was, well, I think, on the bench. Goal. He was, right? Yeah. Oh, so, so he's a champion. The, he's a champion. A national team champion. <laughs> what you saw there, man. We're disrespecting a national team champion, man. <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> I'm sure Jurgen Dam has a couple of medals with Mexico. And I think he sucks. <laughs> That's true. All right. So we talked about the signings. We talked about departures. Something else that's new with the team are the kits. We got new kits, and to me, they suck. I don't like them. They look like bootleg flea market jerseys you find, you know, for like five bucks. Yeah, I like how the away kit looked against the other day in the game, though. I didn't, I don't, I didn't, like, I don't know if the problem was just with the home kit or with both kits, but I like the way the away kit looked. Yeah, I was waiting to make a judgment on the away kit, but the home kit, it, it sucks. It's I'll like, be honest. I I don't really care for jerseys that much. It's like they <laughs> forgot. It's like they forgot if they were making a Chivas kit or an Atlético Madrid kit, and they were just like, whatever, just put it out. It, it's not good. That blue is weird. It's like a. I gotta see it to be honest. So I gotta see it. Have uh, they worn it already or not yet? Maybe I didn't again, watch. Maybe I didn't watch the River, River or Boca. Boca. I didn't, I watch, didn't those. watch those games. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know. Pre- I don't know what Jose thinks about the kits. Preseason so doesn't know. count unless you win. So. I I actually I did like the the second kit, the red one. The way, yeah, that it was not. It too looks, bad. yeah, I haven't seen anything similar to that before, and it is the second one. Yeah, I'm not too big with the blue thing. The, the light blue line blue? on the top, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, are you yeah. are? Do you care much for kits though, or like I don't really care too much. I'll be honest, I don't really care. Since I, I can't have, fit in I them, have, I don't care. <laughs> I have one. I have one jersey, and I barely wear it for the same reason that I can barely fit into it. So yeah. <laughs> I don't really care for the joke, but I like I do like the red one. I like the I'm, I'm sure you, I think this was on your list is like the the male and the female kits. The female kits look pretty nice. Yeah, those are nice. The female, so the women's cut, team's they cut kits the curve, are nice. though, right? They do the cut with the side curve. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you wanted to wear it, you, you need what, like five XL if they make it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know I, if I, they well, make I the women's the, kits in men's they sizes. Don't. I they don't. Whoever, I don't know who runs the Chivas Femenil, the English account. Oh, uh, um, uh, I I know, but I I can't. I don't know her handle off the top of my head. Okay, so I asked, I asked her, and and she said that they don't make them in women's. They don't make the, they don't make the women's jersey in men's sizes yet. And yeah, that's one of the things. I, I do think they would sell. You know, if the kid yeah. looks dope. I, yeah. I remember. Oh, years ago, man. Um, when Chivas was, uh, they owned the, the TJ franchise, Chivas Tijuana. Uh-huh. And they had a really cool kid, man. I remember uh, this dude had one. He, he wouldn't sell it to me. <laughs> and it's, yeah, Chivas Tijuana, it was just, it looked dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had the Tecate thing, and it had, like, black. Because 
because of the ads. It, it just it looked really cool. Um, yeah, I think if they do do that for Feminine and it looks better, I, I do see a lot of fans buying that. I agree. I agree. I do. I do think. Uh, I think that's another thing we saw uh, with, with the women's World Cup. I think the. I think they sell the women's USA jersey in men's sizes, and and you've seen guys wearing it. So I don't see why. Why not? Why just make them in both men and female? And 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 I'm pretty sure they'd be surprised. At, at, Gen- at gender neutral shirts. Gender neutral shirts. I mean, <laughs> I bet. I bet they would be surprised at, at what people buy. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they would sell. I like the away women's kit. That was that was probably the best one out of everything they released. Yeah. Besides, I think even the women's goalkeeper jersey, I think, was really nice from what I remember. Women's fashion is better. Are those also Pumas? I same, believe same. so. I believe it, they sponsor both. Yeah, yeah, they're Puma. Yeah, because right if now. it wasn't, then I could see why they wouldn't. Yeah. You know, conflict. So, guys, if you guys like the women's har- harass the Puma Mexico account <laughs> until this, and and demand that they make they make the women's jerseys and men's sizes. All right. So we talked about the kits. Now we can talk about our expectations from the current roster. And Hoyle, you said you have hope for this season. You even I mentioned do. you even mentioned seventh or eighth place, but we did this last season, and I, I don't. <laughs> let's not make any predictions. <laughs> Because <laughs> remember last season we won like four games in a row, and Luis said it. Luis is like, "Yo, playoffs easy. All we have to do is like win three more games, and we're in automatically." And, and then we never won. We just crashed. <laughs> he jinxed them. Yeah, Bro, we were at Luis's like fault. we were at like fourteen points. I'm like, yeah, we just need like one more win and like three ties, and we're like close. Yeah, nope. it's it's if you get eight wins and four ties, you do twenty eight points. Magic number. Like- that sounds like super leader numbers. But no, no, eight, super eight leader wins. Was, where, where is Chivas going to find? was like thirty six or thirty eight. He can't look. I did. I did my homework. Oh, he did. He was ready. Because look, we're gonna do a quick recap of last season. <laughs> so the wins came one zero over Cruz Azul, and they were they were subcampeones that season. Uh, they beat we TJ. Should. They beat Toluca, and uh, they had beaten Atlas. And those were all, like, without getting scored on. Yeah, uh-huh. those were good wins. All of them were good wins. Yeah, and then check out the games oh, they lost. Oh, that was the Vega hat trick game. Yeah. Look, Chivas failed to beat Veracruz. They tied them 0-0 at home. Oh, that's because Laud had, like, the craziest game of his life. But Veracruz, man, that season Veracruz <laughs> was, like, they have, like, the worst probably record ever because they finished with minus points. <laughs> Veracruz was like the slutty girl that everyone gets to have sex with. Wow! But then when it was Chiwa's turn, she's like, "I'm not like that anymore." <laughs> You're special, oh, Chiwa. You're gonna take it slow. Uh, and Chiwa fell for it. But I think that was a big at home not being able to beat that team. That hurt. That you know. And uh, then they lost to Lobos Puap as well. Mm-hmm. They lost to Morelia and Morelia. Losing that game, this Morelia team um, had not won in. They had a ten-game winless streak. N- yeah, nine or ten week streak. I remember. Yep. And then, and so I mean, Chivas lost some games that they could have won. Um, they they lost to Puebla as well. Another home defeat to Puebla, and these are teams that had better um, squads. So that's why, to me, I felt like maybe something was going on where the players just lost confidence. 
because that's a big drastic thing to go like a fall you know that's a pretty big fall so and i think if we look at the calendar now there's some winnable games there you know you have some of these teams that and a lot of teams didn't invest as well i don't think toluca got anyone Querétaro didn't really bring bring any any um top players atletico san luis it's new veracruz is back you know there's well, they never left <laughs> but i mean they haven't really done much you convinced yeah. me. We're going undefeated. I'm calling it one more time. Once again, I'm going to oh call it. Oh, my God. <laughs> not, not undefeated, but there's there's wonderful games there, uh, you know, and the, the main thing is not to not lose points at home. Well, our first home game is against Tigre, so <laughs> yeah. not a good start. <laughs> oh, man. No, yeah, the start, the start of the season is going to be pretty pretty hectic. But then Wait, so we start off Santos and then Tigres? Yeah, Santos away, and then our first home game is against... Well, and Davis. Santos, dude, um, if you guys noticed, they've been, like, losing power. They sent some players to Atlas. They, they yeah, but Torreon, Torreon the... is always complicated for us. We don't usually get a result out there. No, but I feel it's, like... It's, it's, they're not the same since they sold... Who was it, Giannini? Giannini. Well, the and Panther. then their two top defenders, Izquierdos, and then... um. The Mexican guy whose name I forget. I know who you're talking um, about. Sanchez? No, not no. Alba, man. Uh, he went to Spain to play with a Turco. Oh God, what's his last name? Crap. Nestor? Yeah, Araujo. Yeah, Araujo, Araujo, yeah. yeah no, but, but they, sold their le- they sold their left back to Atlas, no? Yeah, well, Atlas is owned by the, they by them, the right? same yeah. owner now. Well, maybe not owned, but like they, they're managing them. Right, right. They send like three players. Especially the one in Pachuca again. Yeah, yeah, same, same as Grupo Pachuca, yeah. Grupo Orlegi. So I mean, look, you have FC Juarez. Come on, that that's a beatable team. Puebla, they haven't really done anything in I'm the. I'm gonna transfer. be honest. I didn't even know FC Juarez was a team. <laughs> <laughs> when did that well, happen? Look, and they might lose their top striker, Cavallini. He's still Pumas didn't bring anyone. Pumas, they, they spend all their money on, on their coach, Luis Michel. I, I was looking at some of their transfers for Pumas, and it's like... America sold their best striker, Oribe. <laughs> they sold him. They loaned him to us. I mean, there's 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 a few teams there that it's like Chivas could, could you know, Morelia. There's a bunch. So I think uh, even Atlas, man, they're, they're still, you know. Still bad. But this is this is what we always do, man. We we look at the we look at the schedule and we're like, all right, we can win that game, we can win that one. It's okay, if we lose that one, and then we just don't do anything. <laughs> Bro, we gotta. What else? What else do we have to look forward to, man? We gotta believe in something. Yeah, that's true, man. We got. That's like up. even honestly, even like the whole. As much as I hate Oribe, a part of me thinks, yo, he he might work out. He might do good. Fifth <laughs> times the charm for Chima. <laughs> Oh, so, yeah, so my expectations are probably the same. Is 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 a playoff spot? I wouldn't say seventh, eighth, first, second, but a playoff spot. And that's got to be the expectations of every Chivas fan. I mean, we even inve- we inve- we invested back into the defense. We got a goalie, and let's just hope. Let's just hope this is the year of trophies. Yeah. Let's hope this is the year. With, with, with Peralta's guidance, this is the trophy. <laughs> no, also, boy, because we've seen that they were going to get rid of trophies, 
and supposedly Boy wanted to keep him. So he's better than Pizarro. And he's been working. <laughs> he's been working with him, and and he seems like he's been. You know, like I saw the last games of last season, uh-huh. uh, and Trophy seemed to be playing better than he had. Uh, under Cardoso, so I, I think there's there's some hope there that yeah, well Cardoso played him at right mid, which was like the <laughs> stupidest thing ever. Literally, literally yeah. the one position he probably wouldn't be good at. That's where Cardoso thought he would be good. Yeah, that's the thing with Cardoso too. He was playing some guys out of position. I mean, no, he like, played him at left mid, not right places. mid, left mid, left mid. But I he do played... think Chofis has that talent that if he rescues him, he'll be a big boost to the team. Having a player like that. We're, we're all trophies believers here. I mean, he's growing his we're hair out. Fans here. You know, he's trying to be messy. He's, he's close, second, man. That goal, second form, he scored man. the goal the other day <laughs> against the Europe. He's already scoring against European teams. I mean, what's next? <laughs> Winning a Champions League—that's that's it. So I, I have high hopes for trophies, man. I'm, I'm a big fan of trophies. I think everyone here on the podcast, yeah, everybody is, on the pa- uh, on the pod, loves them. Uh, like, how can you not, man? Whenever he touches the ball, it just seems like he does something special. So. <laughs> Let's yeah. just hope. Let's just hope he stays healthy. Yeah, that I mean, seems to be a. That seems to be one of the problems with trophies. Is that every there's always that game where he just hurts a little, like his muscle. He hurts his thigh, his calf, something. Well, that's the problem with all the Chivas. I feel like everybody just gets hurt eventually. Yeah. Our medical staff is. I don't know what's up with it, but I feel like everyone's always getting just hurt for no reason. Like uh, Carlos Cisneros, somebody brought him up on the timeline the other day, and they're like, Carlos Cisneros is. A healthy Carlos Cisneros is what we need on the left wing. Well, well like he's been trying before, to get healthy for like two and a half years. <laughs> Carlos Cisneros, maybe before his first injury. Because yeah. after that, he's been whacked. But he's been yeah. bad. But I don't know. I think. No, that, I was gonna say I forgot to mention uh, about the like uh, the whole left side. It's not just it's not just that we need a left back. It's like we have no left mid either. There's no one. Yeah. Maybe someone from the cantera will. Step up and own it. Well, people people expected the left back to be Mayorga from the Cantera, and that didn't work out. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, maybe, maybe you can, I mean, you can always move Brizuela to the left side, right? But then who's going to be your right man? Yeah, I don't know. We need somebody. We like Gael Sandoval hasn't paved, hasn't worked out for us. He was like expected to be left our left mid. But he hasn't worked out. Polido? Does he love floating over? I feel like he's going to end up floating over to the left side. Well, that's where he played him against Fiorentina. Yeah. And then he put um, Peralta, Peralta striker. striker. But I like I like Polido at that false nine position that he kind of adopted. You know? But I think expectations for the team, <clears throat> I just, you know, they need to get points, get away from relegation. Nah, we need to get on. a playoff. We need to get a playoff spot because you know you're a club, you're a club like Chivas. You know you're expected to always be competing for championships. But I, I don't know, seventh, eighth, maybe we sneak into the playoffs. I'll, I just, you know, they need to get some points, get it's away Liga from Max. relegation. It's Liga Max. You sneak into the playoffs and then you never know what happens after that. No, that's true. Yeah. So seventh or eighth is the goal. <laughs> Eighth place ends up being like the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chivas did win a tournament, I believe. Uh, I think the year we won it with, with Almeida. No, no, with, no. with uh, against Chapo, the, I think. That against the Luca, yeah. We were the wild. Remember when um, El Comodín, what was it? Uh, what was it called? Uh, Comodín? Basically wild yeah, card? when they called it Comodín. It the wild, wild card, yeah. Yeah, the wild, basically the wild card. Yeah, the yeah. yeah, We were the wild card team and we won the whole thing. 
And we took out like everybody big. I think we took out yeah. America. We took out Cruz Azul. Yeah, Toluca, that's a great championship and there, maybe man. Veracruz somewhere in there. I want to say, and especially beating Toluca in their stadium, that that made it more sweet. Yeah, I was actually gonna bring that up because um, so you know how we're playing two games in forty-eight hours. This Saturday and Sunday, we're gonna play um, Benfica, and then we gotta do the season opener against Santos. The last time that that happened was that that season in two thousand six. I want to say we played Barcelona. And then, the, the, in the later in the day, I think we ended up playing Toluca. We lost to Toluca one nil, and we tied with Barcelona one one. But that season, we did end up winning the championship against Toluca. So you know, maybe we're gonna win the championship this season. It's an omen. It's an omen, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there you go. That's for her. So for I just went from, I just went from let's get away corner. Flo's gambling will put all your money on Chivas to win this year. <laughs> I was trying to find odds. I couldn't find anything. They just have odds for the games. Bro, last time we tried to talk about the odds without Flo, it was we oh, so we dumb. Oh, we stupid. <laughs> we were like, what, is, what does plus three mean? <laughs> but uh, we can talk about the, the rosters that are going to be playing this uh, Saturday and Sunday. For Saturday, it looks like it's going to be all um, all reserves. Somebody oh, I took, feel bad. I feel yeah. bad for whoever got tickets to Whoever that game. paid to go to that game, and you know they paid out the ass. Like, probably lower level, probably like 170 around there. Joel, where do you live? Are you going to that game? Are you in California? No, I am. I am in, in California, but not going to any games. Did you look at the prices? You're boycotting? No, I, I, I go as uh, media. So I've been, I was lazy to uh, send in my application. He's boycotting yeah. free tickets, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the state of Chivas right now. <laughs> I don't want him. <laughs> That's what I did when they came to Orlando. I was like, nope. So predicted lineup for Saturday night is Raul Gudinho, goalie, Villanueva, Marin, Briseño, Ponce, backline, midfield, Basulto, Perez, Gael Sandoval and Cesar Huerta, who looks like, uh, what's his Twitter handle? Afro Alexander? Oh, Twitter? yeah. Ivan? Like, yeah, that's who he looks like. Yeah. <laughs> and then up top, we got uh, Alexis Vega and uh, Ronaldo Cisneros, who I forgot is on the team. Yep. He should... That's a good team. That, might, that, might, cool. that, might, that team might beat our Sunday team. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so that's the predicted team for Saturday. And then the predicted team... For Sunday is uh, Tonyo Rodriguez at goalie, Van Rankin, Iramier, Alanis, and Chapito Sanchez backline, midfield, Chofis, Molina, Villalpando, and then up top we got Brizuela, Peralta, and Pulido. So it's it, it's Chapo, it's Chapo's to lose, right? His left I back, guess I guess so. he's a left back, yeah. Alright. Uh, I want to see more of Villalpando. I want to see him like do more, help Chofis more out in the midfield. Wait, they said. The left back is going to be Miguel Ponce. He's not on Chivas anymore. What are they talking about? All right, whatever. But yeah, it's, it's Chapito's position to Chapo. lose. Yeah, yeah. He already lost the right back position. So maybe he'll hold on for dear life to the left back position. That, man, he had a terrible injury. That's why. Yeah. But that was the season. They like ran him into the ground. Like, remember he was playing, like, everything, and then I was like, eventually he's going to break down, and it happened. That season, they just played him, like, into the ground. But, um, I don't know. 
What do you think of the lineup, please? Uh, I mean, I feel bad for whoever's going to that that, that Benfica game. Uh, I would ask for my money back. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, I guess I guess uh, uh, someone did tweet this. Uh, like, at least we get to watch Alexis Vega and 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 Briseño play since he didn't really get to play that much the other day. So I guess on the one hand you do get to watch them, but yeah, I'm surprised there's no more like Alan Cervantes. It's like the youngsters on that team. I don't know, it's weird. But the, the Sunday lineup, I mean, I thought against Fiorentina, man, I thought they did all right. They were decent. It was a decent game. Uh, like I said, our left side's terrible, but we don't have to deal with that. I thought, I thought trophies. I thought, the, I thought the team's decent. So I don't know. I don't know what to expect from that Santos game, to be honest. That that Fiorentina team is that were that no, starters? They suck. Oh, okay. Yeah, this starters, but they suck. They're like, they're like one of the. They were one of the worst teams in in, in Serie A. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. They I got good. We'll pl- they have good players though, but but not that good of a team. I don't know. I think after this week, we can we'll have stuff to take away because we'll see how they line up, how they play. It's tough. Any, anyone it's anyone tough. you would want starting instead of the like what's the predicted starters? You and Joel, anyone you guys would rather see start? I, I like this Vega probably, but but I'm, yeah. I'm I understand the situation right now. Yeah, yeah, same same Vega would have like seen him, but it's understandable. Right. I'm good. I'm good with the team as it is. I'm, I'm a bit more hopeful. You, you know the saying when when you hit rock bottom, it's there's nowhere it's to go one. but up. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I hope I hope so, we yeah. see some Beltran in that midfield. I'm uh. Yeah, you know. I looked it up. He he played against Boca, so he has been with the preseason. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Michael Paris guy, so he's gonna but he's gonna play on Saturday, so I guess that's good. And um, boy has played him, so I guess he is. You know, he's part of the plan for this season. Yeah, I'm a fan of Michael Paris. I never understood why why he lost his positioning. To be honest, yeah, me either. I he don't got know hurt, why and they... then Molina and Villalpando kind of just took the spot. Yeah, I don't like. Are you guys, Joel? Are you a big fan of Molina, the one trick pony on the in the midfield? <laughs> no, no, not really. What's, what's his, yeah. one, what's we his have one to trick? Work with what we have? <laughs> Getting red he's cards. Really, nah, he's good. Def- he's a good. Def- he's solid defensively. I just think, I just think, I just think CDM, especially like in in, in the modern era of soccer, you got to do more than just being a defensive player as a CDM. I think you have to. You know, sometimes the play starts through you, and I don't think he provides anything offensively. Well, I mean, there was times last season where he had clear chances, and, and he didn't even know what to do with the ball. Yeah, that's more Villalpando's role, though. I I, no, say. but I think I, I think Michael Perez has that as a season. Yeah. And then Molina doesn't. I don't know. I don't like Molina. I, I hate that thing he does. Like, he just wave, he Like, when you're playing basketball and you wave your hands in your opponent's face, so they miss. Because <laughs> he's so slow, that's, man. That's what he does. He's so that's when they're about so to shoot, slow. he like waves his hands in the air. I'm like, "What are you doing? Go get the ball!" <laughs> I would rather, yeah, I would, if you, to be honest, I would rather Michael Perez than, than Molina starting. Yo, the Michael Perez and Fernando Beltran partnership was working, man. I don't know what happened. Cardoso was like, "Nah, this is working. Can't can't do this anymore." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see after Sunday. Uh, I think we 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 plan on recording. Is we, are we going to record after the game? Uh yeah, I'm, are, those, I'm down. are those the plans? And then I'm we'll down. we'll we'll, see we'll have a little up. bit more in depth uh, takeaway from the team after against the Liga MX team than the European team. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's get to Twitter questions so we can wrap the episode up. 
like start off. I know Joel is used to Joel is used to like three hour long. Podcasts. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, we we cut him down though. Oh, did you? Okay. Like, the fans, the fans spoke. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, we can." <laughs> don't you guys re- wait? Don't you guys record Thursday? Yeah, we couldn't do it later on. Oh, you oh, guys okay. record late. Oh, that's right. A lot of you guys see where where are the East Coasters. Yeah, we're, they're late. Yeah, we're getting would, close to sleep. We're, we're about would, to go to sleep soon. I would like do a late <laughs> late night session of pro clubs. And then, like, before I go to sleep, just check, like, YouTube real quick, and I would see Cantina MX Pod still going. I'm like, damn. <laughs> it's like, it's like 1.30, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the time difference. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go to Twitter. Let's see. We start off with Arturo VO708. He said, will Tomas Boy even stay as the manager until the end of the season? Ooh, we didn't talk about that. Tomas Boy job security? Is it there? I don't think it, under new under new ownership. I don't under well. I wouldn't say ownership, but under Maori Vergara, I don't think he's secure. I could see a Maori making a move just to prove that he, like he's the guy, and to appease the fans also. So you guys give him like five games. I give him like three to be not like three. <laughs> Bro, three. we're starting with we're we starting start with Santos and Tigres. <laughs> That's two losses. Atletico Madrid's in there somewhere. It's gonna probably put like seven I, goals on us. Oh no, I think you're giving too much credit to Santos though. They, they're not they're not the the strong Santos they were. They lost a few. Their fans are yeah. looking at their fans are looking at us like we got Chivas this week. It's an easy win. <laughs> they're licking their chops, yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah, but yeah, uh, I no, I don't know, I don't know how many weeks, but I could see, I could see a Maori making a move, saying this is my team. You know what I mean? This, I don't think the security is there for him. I, I don't think job security is ever there in Liga MX. Right. You know, coaches then, get but, fired week in, week out. But who do you bring then? Like, like who do you think is available to come in and and uh, take over the team? It's like it's a hot mess. You, you, you're talking about a club that has missed out already on four straight Ligillas. And, you know, if, how, how are you going to convince a coach that he has security? Well, I think you brought up earlier the whole rumors of, of Nestor and who's the other guy you said? Urdiales um, from Monterrey. I, I think if any of Former. those were to become true, I think they would come in with a plan. That's true. That that where Tomas Boy is not involved, and I think it would be something like that. I can't. You're right. Like I can't just see a Maori making a move, maybe just on his own, like signing a coach on his own. So yeah, maybe he would have a, a maybe he would fill one role first, like the the general manager role, and then have them have a plan. Yeah, that that makes that makes good sense because um, yeah, if a Maori brings the wrong guy, he's already looking like. You know, people are gonna they're gonna lose confidence in him. Right. Yeah. So right. yeah, I give I, we we give him like five, four weeks. <laughs> five weeks. <laughs> Chepo, right. coming back. He's available. <laughs> Who's? So we don't want to get Joel too excited. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> he's he's not exciting. Like his teams won't play. You know, but he's consistent. And and he he gets the job done. Like if you see his overall record, he's he'll he'll have teams constantly at least in the playoffs. Like like when when he first came back, when he returned to Chivas, so so by the second season the team played the playoffs. I mean the the they got to the semifinals. Uh huh. 
Oh, that's when Santos killed us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, see, we went full circle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next question. GMO Martinez 1. He said, do you have high hopes? Oribe will shut some mouths and have a good season with us. I think, I think we covered that. Yeah, we kind of um, covered that. I don't, I don't, I don't know what shutting mouth means, right? Can we score like three goals? Yeah, sure. He can score three goals. I don't know. Like that's the thing. Like, what do you really expect from him, right? Like, I don't have high expectations. So, I mean, like, if he scores, if he scores three goals on the season, I'm happy. Six, five or more goals, he shuts mouths. I think. Five more, okay. I think that's the. To me, that's the standard. Just because I feel like six goals would be our leading goal scorer for the season. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Next, next question. Sad Chivas fan. Wow, that's a really good handle. <laughs> Sad Chivas fan. Thoughts on the criticism towards Pulido? We talked about that too a little. You know, he's damned. Was, you know, he's he's he's, he's going to get criticized no matter what. Yeah. No matter what he does. Well, he came with a big price tag. Yes. Close to 20 million. Yeah. So, uh, uh, so much was expected of him. And he, he kind of showed where he could be at in that doblete season. And he's scoring key goals, but then he's sort of been coasting on that, right. you know. And he's had some seasons where he's just been. Just I do doesn't... feel. I was gonna say I think there's an I think around the Almeida era there was an identity crisis with Polito. Where is he? Is he a drop? He like he started to drop back so out of out of position that it's almost like he kind of lost that that striker that striker skill that he had before, you know. And I don't know where he's at as a player. I don't know what his position is right now on the team. So, but to criticize him for for that penalty was stupid. The media is dumb. I mean, that's like not they criticized him for like his Instagram post. I think, <laughs> like what I remember. What was it? Um, I think she was lost the game, and the next day he put he put up a story of him like dancing to a song or something. And the media yeah. talked about it. They talked about it like Pupicante for like ten minutes. That's what happens when you're when you play on an equipo grande, one of the grandes from Mexico. They're gonna, they want the media wants to click. They know what they're doing, man. They know yeah. criticizing him, the clicks that they're getting. Yeah, Pulido did talk about how he wants to, you know, go for that goal scoring campeonato. So I, I do think like if if you're if you have like a crisis where you can't score goals, and you have a chance off a penalty, and you try to get cute. That's the thing. That's what makes them look bad. Right. Hold on, just to just to stay on Bolido, because uh, I I retweeted it and got a tweet sent to like my Twitter directly mm-hmm. uh, from <laughs> Doc Doc McSwagpants. He said I went to the to the game in San Diego and I I noticed Bolido's looking kind of buff. Is this a good thing for the way he plays? <laughs> Oh, so man, do you I think muscles is a good thing? <laughs> <laughs> Are muscles a good thing for Bolido or not? I don't I, think it really matters, to be honest. I, I think it does, because he's recently, like, last two, three seasons, like we said, he's been playing, like, a false nine, and at right. points plays, like, with his back to the goal and kind of, like, posts up on defenders. You know, you got a little more size, you know, you can knock center <laughs> back off of you. prove his know? Instagram, like... <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get more I likes. Think, <laughs> I think Poli- I think that's always been Polito to be honest. He's always been big on his fitness and stuff like that. So I'm not. I don't think it. I don't think it'll it'll change the way he plays or affect the way he plays in any way. Well, I mean, holding the ball like um, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it'll it'll help with him. Yeah, Yeah, it'll help with holding the ball, I think. And, you know, if if he gets down that link-up play that we want him to get with Vega or even, I guess, Peralta, if they make those runs and he can hold the ball and just serve the ball to them, that's that's an improvement right there. So we'll we'll keep an eye on Alan Pulido's fitness and how it affects his game this season. Buff (laughs) Pulido. Then we... All right, next question we got... The Kanye Padre. He said, do I have anything to look forward to for Saturday's game in Santa Clara? Unfortunately, probably not. <laughs> not just a beautiful a beautiful experience with fans and drinking beers in the parking lot. <laughs> that's what you got that's what you got to look forward to. You get to you get to watch the Chivas reserves and then, you know, you get to bring up random names that casual Chivas fans won't know and you know, you'll look like an elite Chivas fan. <laughs> When you bring up yeah. Cesar Huerta, you know, some player, some fans, they'll be like, who? Be like, you don't know Cesar Huerta? Are you even the Chivas fan? <laughs> Bro, there, there, there's another striker on the team. Ah, oh, fuck, I forgot his name. But for, I, for it was like Jose de Jesus, like Jesus, Jose, Jose de Jesus, oh, I don't know his last name. But I feel like it starts with a G. I feel like it starts with a G, and I thought it was going, uh, um. Gutierrez? No. Gutierrez, like maybe? Is he a striker? Yeah. Yeah, striker. And I'm Did just like put under twenties. No, but well, he played against Fiorentina. He played against so Fiorentina. He went in as a late sub. As a late sub. So I'm just saying, like, there's players that have no clue who they are, and I guess that's that's what you have to look forward to. All right, that player. Oh, Jose Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Yeah, that's his last name. Gonzalez. You know why I, I I kept getting confused with Godinez watching. Yeah. Him. I'm like, cause his name's kind of similar, so we just replaced him already. Alright, let's see. Next question at Dudex Danny. What signing did you expect and how do you feel about what we actually got? Uh. What signings did we expect? I think heading into the season, into the, I think, well, when the rumor started, I think, because I think we recorded during the off season at one point. Yeah. And I think, I think we talked about Briseño. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it actually happened, but. Man, the way Chivas has been in the past couple of seasons, I don't think we really expected much, right? Yeah, we threw a couple of names out there, but nothing too crazy. It was like consistent players, no like standout players. I I think I think next season, next off season is going to be a little bit different when the Jose's, or with the when the Macias loan comes up uh, is done with, and and Leon tries to negotiate them. To, to keep them uh, I think then we can talk about some some bigger names but this season I don't think I had real expectations alright so and then we we already talked about signings and what we expect from them so next question funny fat underscore guy asked Tonio or Gudinho I think we also covered that I think we're all unanimous we say with Tonio? Tonio but um for me it doesn't really instill confidence but I'll take him over Gudinho. Um, all right. I think... Is that it? Oh, Flo. Flo <laughs> asked a question. <laughs> he said, will Flo's gambling corner be profitable this season? He lost his house <laughs> last season. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think we ended like 100 under or something. We lost like 100 bucks. We only yeah, won like guys, we only yeah, won like one you time. Bet, <laughs> you guys bet on a boxing fight or something like that. Oh, yeah. No, you, oh, bet, you bet on Cain Velasquez. Yeah. That's what you won. Yeah, we finally, we finally went into the green, and then 
<laughs> Flo convinced me that you know Kane Velasquez was a shirt thing, and he put all the money on it, and we lost. And he like, got knocked out in like, like ten, 10 seconds. seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And that's and that's why you shouldn't gamble, guys. <laughs> Nah, nah. Flo's <laughs> gambling corner will be back next episode. Flo, Flo will be back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh man. All right. I think that wraps up our episode. Um, unless you guys have anything to add. Nope. No. Holy. Nope. Um, anything you want to plug? The Cantina MX Pod. You guys are recording tonight, right? Yeah, it's just that. Uh, we usually we like to we like to uh, talk a lot about the history of uh, you know League MX. So we bring up old shit, you know, just from time to time, just to see how it's re- relevant now. You yeah. Know? So you guys are very knowledgeable guys. I'm trying to set up. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm the one trying to set up uh, some sort of trivia on there. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the trivia had to be against uh, against like John or uh, Ron. Those guys, they could tell you about what team did the, the most points, and yeah, they're more. They're more got with stats and history. Uh, I know stuff here and there, but I'll say those guys. Those guys it's more. A, it's a good. It's a. It's lengthy. Well, I haven't listened to it in a while, but it's a lengthy podcast. It's very. You guys are very, very knowledgeable guys. Yeah. So, well, we could back ch- to an hour. Right. It's just I would. If it was more Chivas, if you guys didn't hate, if some of you guys didn't hate Chivas <laughs> so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was at one point. It was basically half, half yeah, Chivas. Yeah, you, Rigo, and then there's another guy. I forgot who the other guy is. We call him Profe Cambiarayas because he, uh, <laughs> this guy, Swan, and he, he's a youth coach. And uh-huh. his team here in the U.S., uh, he's off of Long Beach. And some of his players got scouted by Pachuca. Uh-huh. And, yeah, and, and so he he took the players oh, that's cool, man. to Pachuca for tryouts, and he came back and he was talking about their facilities, and he was just talking <laughs> wonders about Tuzos and you're like, did your stripes change color, man? And he, <laughs> so that's that's the one guy. Yeah, at one point, but you know, we we've always like listened to what what the listeners say from a different like on Twitter or um, Reddit and other places and. That was one of the things, like, hey, keep it, cut it down. Bring it down to, like, an hour will be the, like, the good amount. I think we, that's what we try to keep it around. We try to keep it around, like, 50 minutes, hour, hour 10. Yeah, this one went Just a little quick. long, but it's a season preview, so we, it I is, expected yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to cover. I don't, And I'm pretty sure we didn't even cover everything. Yeah, I'm sure we missed stuff, but, you know, we did We did what we did. All right, so, Holly, thank you for joining us on this episode. Yeah. Oh, um, pleasure. Plug, uh, Thank you, guys. Plug your, Twitter. plug your Twitter, Holly. Oh, yeah. Twitter handle? Oh, yeah, man. I forget it. Um, it's, uh... <laughs> you have to look it up. God damn. I have to look it up because it's... I'll, I'll, tag, it's you. At... I'll tag you on the, on the post All right. the Well, I got it right now. It's, it's at... Joelia Sevens. Yeah, it is. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> it's your name, bro. <laughs> it is. It... I know, but you know, like, Twitter, you, you could put, like, your other name... Oh, like I know put, what you mean. That's, that's what confuses right. me, yeah. <laughs> I change it from time to time, and uh, I was thinking of that one, but I forget it's it's the at. Yeah, the at, at, at Joeli Aceves. Yes. And Thank we'll you. tag him. All right, so this is another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. Thank you for listening. We're out.